Tom Parry. Matt Boyle. How you doing? How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> this is weird now. What's weird? The, the fact that I'm talking to you on a screen and not in the flesh again. Oh, yes. We were very lucky enough to see each other in person recently. It was fantastic. But we didn't do a podcast. It was. No, exactly. Weird. This, this, why, I wonder why. Anyways, let's talk about attack. to actually communicating as if we're in the same room as each other now, not across distances and over a microphone. So mm. this is going to be an interesting podcast, Tom. <laughs> it will be. Uh, there's lots to talk about this uh, time around, though. I've actually played some new releases, so we can talk about those. Good. Two quite uh, exciting platform games have been released. I wonder week. what they could be. <laughs> Sonic and Mario going head to head. How about that? Was there also a Sonic game? That's what I was telling you, Sonic Superstars. I did. I, I you said Superstars and Wonder, and I I knew what Wonder was. I didn't know what Superstars was. Oh was dear. Well, that maybe that sums up in a nutshell. Nintendo's marketing has been much better for um, Wonder. Potentially, I've seen lots of pictures of Elephant Mario. So well, I've seen Wonder advertised on the TV, and I know while um, Superstars did advertise, and I think. Uh, there's going to be a lot more push on it in the uh, in the in the future, but uh, yeah, maybe Mario's in the public consciousness uh, a little more. Currently. I didn't even know this game existed. Oh dear! <laughs> well, this is this is a big uh, big discussion because everyone's going to be doing it now. Now Mario came out on Friday, Sonic came out on the seventeenth, so inevitably the two games are going to get compared somewhat. Yeah, I mean, there are also um, two, 2.5D side-scrolling mm. games from the looks of what I can see with Sonic Superstars as well. Interesting. Yeah. And How I don't are know, they? How are they? Well, I don't know, first of all, if perhaps... Did, did you hear that? <laughs> I did, but it's fine. We'll keep going. Um, let me just uh, sort that out. Um, yeah. So I don't know if the budget for Superstars is as big as the budget for Mario. That's interesting because when you start comparing games, it's important to know maybe perhaps, you know, what's gone into both these games. You know, because yeah. it looks... I think both games are good and I've enjoyed playing both of them. Probably get a, an equal amount of enjoyment out of both. You know, if we probably just talk about the fun uh, there is to be had playing either of these games, I think they're both fun games. Now, I've not seen any of the critical response towards uh, Mario. I haven't read any of that. I just got the game. It arrived yesterday, and I've been playing it quite a bit since then. Sonic, yeah. I've had time to sort of look at a few um, yeah, uh, opinions on the game since it came out. And it's mixed, uh, which I think you know people are giving it a hard time. And yeah, yeah I, I think some of the criticisms are... A, a little unfair because as I say I've, I've done the first three levels and I find first of all the presentation on Superstars is is wonderful uh, really nice menus and such actually both games uh, Superstars and Wonder have a really nice presentation they both feel very fresh um, graphically they both look great I think the approach Nintendo have taken is a little bit different um, but you know both both work i'd say rather well you could say sonic maybe looks a little bit more simplistic perhaps uh, yeah. in in a way but i don't think that is distracting at all i, th I think it's um it's a nice looking game it looks uh, nice from what i can see yeah and it plays nice you know i think in the past with 2d sonics in this sort of 2d 3d type um vein have not always uh, got the control right sonic 4 is a perfect example of that it, it didn't feel yeah. like a sonic game uh what they've done here apparently is use the physics from mania so that physics okay. created from mania which were meant to emulate the physics from the mega drive games has been reused here so sonic feels like you'd expect him to do 
you know, the momentum's there and uh, the slidiness is as you would expect. And it just feels very natural to play. I can only, yeah. I've only played as Sonic, so I can't tell you what the other characters play like. But you can also play as Amy and Tails and Knuckles with their, you know, familiar abilities. Amy's pretty much how she is in Sonic Origins. I don't know if you've played Sonic Origins with Amy. Probably not. No, I don't think I have. But she's basically got a hammer, so she can get a little bit more reach on attacks. So when she jumps, she swings a hammer around her, creating a wider sort of radius, attack radius, so she can hit stuff that's higher. Um, which is, you know, does come in handy, especially with uh, boss battles and such. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Sonic was the first one I played because it got released first. And I've only played it on the PC. So uh, I'm not always, I don't know about you, but I'm not always inclined to um, play a game like Sonic, especially on a PC. So sitting in the office chair reminds me of being at work. So uh, I've played yeah, more no, of Mario I feel you. than I have of Sonic so far. But yeah, Sonic was the first one I played. Um, yeah, I like the level designs. They're quite uh, creative. There's some nice new ideas in there. And this is what you want, really. If, you, if you're trying to keep these 2D platformers fresh, you really need to make give some new sort of mechanics in there, so some new some surprises, and yes, uh, I, I think agree. yeah, Mario uh, takes this a step further with the surprises, I would say. But um, there's some very inventive ideas in the Sonic levels, and I found the bosses to be quite creative as well. You know, also so creating new Sonic bosses when they've been done to death is, I think, quite an achievement as well. So okay. But th- they kind of give you windows to attack. It's not like you can at- if you can reach, say, Eggman, you can hit him. In this game, it's pretty much there is a window of attack, you know, between okay. sort of, um, sequ- uh, what do you call it? Sequences. There's a name for this. The, patterns. There's patterns, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Betwi- between patterns, you can probably just hit him once, you know, whereas in older Sonic games, you could, you know, just keep jumping on him. You know. Yeah. So that that's a little different. I don't think some people have called that a, a major issue with the game. I don't think so personally. It's it's maybe a little bit different. Maybe it was like that in Sonic Four. I can't remember. But yeah, this is definitely a different beast in Sonic Four. This is two D three D Sonic done right. I would say lovely character models, lovely animation on the characters. It's got that Sonic feel. Um. Which it's is, got which that is Sonic feeling. Yeah, I think uh, I'll talk a bit about move on to Mario. Mario's got that Mario feeling, but I think what they've done quite cleverly is set it in a different. This, funny enough, they set Sonic in a different place as well. There's no Green Hill. They've set it. Uh, I think really. Cop- oh yeah, well there's something similar to Green Hill, but Sonic. I was going to say, like I looked at that, the screenshots That's I saw Green all Hill. looked like Green Hill. That's Bridge something um oh, they've wow. got really no, right. really um, really boring names the, the second level is called speed jungle <laughs> i i mean to be fair the the names green hill zone doesn't really spark no actually it's really just plain to um you know tradition in that sense yeah i would, um, I would say so <laughs> bridge whatever it is bridge zone probably um which was in sonic on the math system actually there was a zone called bridge on that so um yeah mario uh it's in a different place totally it's oh what what they called oh i can't even remember what the kingdom's called you're in but it's not the mushroom kingdom and within this kingdom exists the uh, wonder seeds and wonder flowers and such um the seeds are what basically like like stars you know you collect them and then you can unlock uh, bosses basically you know and to progress through the game certain levels are locked behind having collected certain wonder seeds there's i think two or three wonder seeds per level there's also this like uh, purple wonder energy i'm not sure exactly what it is and you can use that to uh, purchase upgrades at a shop every now and again uh, for mario these could be like extra lives they could be like collectibles there's a series of what they i can't remember what they call them they're like the stamps in um like mario super uh, mario new super mario brothers on the wii yeah yeah they're sort of yeah the the collectible the collectible things like standees or something i can't remember what they're called 
Uh, <laughs> terrible review. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember but, what it is, but I like it, Tom Parry. Yeah, Box but you, you can also buy Wonder Seeds in the shop as well if you've got enough. Anyway, to talk about the the, uh, the look of it, I mean, they've really given it a graphical overhaul. This isn't new Super Mario Brothers. The animation, everything's been re- redone. They've not, not reusing anything from, um, that I can tell, from new Super Mario Brothers. Mario models, real? Um, real? What am I talking about? <laughs> Completely brand new. Um, yeah. And it's really well animated. There's lots of little nuances, like when he jumps, his hat will come off the top of his head a little bit, like he did in uh, Super Mario uh, World. Yeah. Um, yeah, lo- lovely visual flour- flourishes, nice new enemies. And like Sonic, you know, some really clever ideas within the levels. I think Mario takes it uh, a step further. I think maybe the creativity on display in in Mario is 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 slightly more than perhaps Sonic. Uh, well, Sonic's solid and enjoyable, and there are new things in there. I think Mario probably uh, it's a bit more surprising. Um, okay. Occasionally, if you collect the wonder flowers in the levels, uh, something major will happen. The last thing that happened to me in a snow level was I collected the flower, and then suddenly it was like Katamari. The whole level was being rolled up behind me. A what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to that's spoil mo- too many of these. No, please surprises. don't, because that sounds that sounds ace. That makes me want to play you this do- game. Yeah, you don't know what's gonna when you get those flowers, something radical is gonna happen to the level uh that changes up the, the gameplay and it's sort of joyous and uh fun. I mean and that's crazy. cool though, because I, I'm not a person that would traditionally run around trying to get that stuff because it doesn't really bother mm. me like i would get the stars because yeah. you need them to progress but i wouldn't bother yeah. with the extra collectibles and things oh, yeah that's really cool. yeah these the, the, like event items which yeah create an event in the level which is yeah really fun sonic actually has a similar thing because the big thing i didn't mention about sonic maybe because it isn't as useful um is the emerald powers when you collect an emerald you get an emerald power and occasionally on the screen a little emblem will pop up saying why didn't you use that emerald power here and you can enter different bits of the level using it perhaps um i think there's one um in the third level sky temple where if you use a certain power up you'll then uh, be thrust up into the air into like a hurricane and you'll be jumping through so something actually does it it is kind of interesting how the similar ideas within both games to try and change yeah. things up but i just think obviously um sega and nintendo were just thinking how can we keep these franchises fresh um and yeah i i'm i'm really happy with both games i think they're, they're both really fun that's cool yeah good i i look forward to playing both of them like the qu- well the question i have then if if it doesn't honestly like yes it is a it is fair to compare both sonic and mario because they are both like again these throwback kind of titles mm. how is how would you how would you compare or which one would you say you favor at the moment uh, super mario uh, wonder to 3d world which is the last big mario oh. game we got well in i terms think of surprise this... and delight yeah 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 surprise and delight wonder yes um, 3D World is an incredibly solid game, and I think it's difficult to compare something that exists in a 3D space to something that exists in a 2D space, because yeah. with, with 3D World, it was like, wow, this is 2D Mario, but in 3D, and it really works, and it was like, mm-hmm. it was a real breakthrough, I thought. Um, this, yeah, I mean, you know, is sort of like, well, it is what you expect. It's 2D Mario. Yeah, and this is, this is why I chose 3D yeah. World in particular, because I was like, well, yeah. I don't want to compare it to New Super Mario no, Brothers no, or no. New Super Mario Brothers U, because they yeah. they just felt like, oh, cool, this is some innovation of like old gaming formula, whereas this... The, the while basis, I think my original... Yeah, yeah. go on. The template the for Mario Wonder is New Super Mario Brothers. There's no getting around that. It, it is yeah. 2D Mario with 3D graphics. But quite wisely... What they've done is you, you think you know 2D Mario, you think you know new Super Mario Brothers. Okay, we're going to put enough new ideas into this to make it to surprise you. Um, yeah. If you were to compare the two, maybe new Super Mario Brothers is like a line drawing, whereas uh, new uh, Mario Brothers Wonder is like a, a beautifully rendered painting, you know? Yeah. 
perhaps that's okay. a, that's a way that's, different that's aesthetic. Good. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see if they can do this again, though. Or do you think mm, this well has run dry now? That that's a very good question. You know, I can't see them. That they might do a sequel to Wonder, and it's going to be perfectly enjoyable and playable. But do you, I don't do you know think... if you can make it different, two D Mario different enough um, to warrant, you know, further sequels. I mean, they did it with New Super Mario Brothers. That they made many sequels of that with the, you know, slight gimmicks for each one. Yeah. But I think both Sonic and Mario right now is sort of. Yeah. Well, I. I weirdly i did not remember that superstars was a thing but i did remember some headline that i saw either on kotaku or somewhere where essentially sega had said there yeah, we we probably won't do another 2d sonic game again i think Off, you like, can you can build on superstars because this is the first time you've had a well forget um sonic 4 <laughs> but this yeah. is the first time you've had a 3d rendered 2d sonic game and I think they can build upon this. I think I'm sure. I'm sure it will exist for a long time. I'm sure there will be expansions I and think everything else. Based on some of the criticisms of Sonic Superstars, um, certain fans aren't completely sold on it. Um, one of the criticisms has been it's a bit too zoomed in. You know, okay. which I think is a preference. I don't think it affects the gameplay in any way. It certainly isn't make it any more difficult to play. I don't think. But uh, maybe they'll zoom it out a little bit more. Um, we, maybe weirdly, the, the main criticism I've seen is obviously price of like, how can a 2D game be $60? Ah. Oh, yeah, well, like, it's not going to be that this price argument. forever, is it? You know, but we've also in... had this argument forever. It's fine. It can yeah. be. It, the, like, the, the perspective of the game does not make like how much time and energy yeah. and effort's gone now, into it. One thing that would actually benefit from being zoomed out, I think, now I can't comment on it because I haven't played it, is the multiplayer. When you've got okay. uh, other characters on screen, you can have up to four uh, on superstars playing together in similar vein to Mario. Um, being zoomed in like that doesn't give the other players a lot of space to go off. Um, and it doesn't, I don't think it zooms out. Apparently, it just okay. like respawns. If a player was to move off the screen, it just respawns them. Okay. Whereas that you'd think that can't it, can't it zoom out, you know, a little bit in those yeah. circumstances. Now, I can't comment because I've not played it, but that's been some of the criticism, that that multiplayer doesn't work as well as it should, apparently, you know. Okay, interesting. So there, there's room. There's room with superstars, which could say, oh, it's not as good as Wonder, but I think it's a very competent, enjoyable, and, you know, it has its fair share of surprises. People have called it a cash grab, even. I've, I've heard one particularly vocal reviewer. And it, and it's to that um, point you made about being $60 on, on release. Or, yeah. You know, in the UK, you can get the game for £40 if you shop around. It's it's That's a completely reasonable price for it. Um, I think it's evident that there's been a lot of care and love put into the game. And I think to say that it's, it's a cash grab is, is, is a load of rubbish, to be fair. But uh, I say that's just one person's opinion, a particularly vocal uh, Sonic fan on YouTube that I was watching a video of. Um, and I think it's a shame that, you know, people should stop. Be people seem to be really critical of Sonic. The fans especially are like yeah, hyper-critical. Well, yes, It they just are. goes for to their obsessive nature, I think. To be fair, though, it it is interesting when I look at uh, the price difference between a Nintendo Switch copy of Super, uh, Sonic Superstars and a Nintendo Switch copy of Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Yeah, there Superstars is, is, is more expensive. Superstars is a tenner more expensive, and on Amazon right now, it's actually twenty quid more expensive. Um, there's for some reason uh, Wonder is only forty quid on Amazon right now. Yeah, I, I got Wonder that. for forty. Two quid off uh, shop two, but I wanted it straight away. <laughs> yeah, that's and, and, I, and I, I left at late. Yeah, because at the time when I'm, it was on Amazon, it was more than forty two. It's like forty five, I think, when I looked at it. So, but for the sake of a couple of quid, I, I didn't. You know, not not too. I'm, look, <laughs> I'm looking at it now, going, oh, forty pounds not too bad. I maybe I should buy a copy of this. And then I'm also looking at the the list below because it's like, oh, the download code is fifty, and I'm like, that sucks. 
And then I look below that and I'm like, oh yeah, Super Mario RPG remix coming out on the 17th of mm. November. Maybe I just wait and get the Super Mario RPG remake. Mm. Depends what, what kind of game you want, I suppose. Too, ma- too many games out in November. Also, yeah. like Persona, I will end up talking about that on this podcast to death, I'm sure, when well, Persona 5 Tactics comes out. Yeah, I get every new Mario release. If it's, you know, your, your 3D, your 2D platformer Mario, then I'm, I'm there yeah. uh, d- day one on that one. If it's not something that's already been out on the Wii U, of course. Um, yeah, exactly. With that I think Super Mario I... 3D World, I did get because he had that Bowser's Fury. So, Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I was that way, and then I, I just think I didn't really... I think I was burned by New Super Mario Brothers Wii U, and I okay. remember like when I when I got the the Wii U when we got home, and both of us were like, "Oh, is this it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it didn't do. It needed then to do what Wonders done now. The, the yeah, New Super Mario had... Brothers franchise needed something different about it, and I think I mean, Wonders has achieved that. Not a bad game. I like it, but it needs to f- keep fresh. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like I don't necessarily think that this would have made a difference in the long term, but like it is interesting to think like, hmm, at the Wii U launched with Super Mario three D World, would it be a different conversation? Would we still mm. would we had a couple of more years of the Wii U? Would have been a bit more exciting, wouldn't it? I mean, it's fucking Nintendo Land, man. Like, Zombie U was fine. I, I didn't really buy or play anything on that system for a while. And most most of what I did play was them re-releasing Nintendo games. Like, I played Earthbound. Mm. I think it's probably my most played game on the Wii U until um, they, really, they re-released uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. So... Mm. I just mentioned actually I didn't talk about this before, but something that's come under fire with Sonic Superstars is its multiplayer. That it's like three rounds, three mini games. One being um, collect as many stars as you can in the, and then the next yeah. one is attack your uh, the opponents. Oh, this is on the two D platform like uh, arena. Like uh, attack Smash your brothers. Po- I think that's uh, not a good comparison. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because but it's, it's incredibly. Like a fixed Fix basic. It's incredibly yeah. basic uh, multiplayer, and then I think one is a race. Um, and the the novelty factor is you can customize your characters. Now, the, all the characters have to be um, badniks. You know the the robots yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Eggman makes. And as you play through the main game, you collect medals. The medals allow you to buy stuff from a shop. It's not like uh, pay to play or anything like that. It's like all in game currency, but. Um, Maybe you can buy the coins. I don't know. I've not seen inside. I don't think so. But the coins unlock um, like different head, a different body and things. So they go all in on this. And I've heard people say, yeah, I can collect all these medals in the game, but the multiplayer is not good enough for me to want to customize my character. Oh, okay, um, it, people would rather have this is what I've heard, you know, unlockable artwork like they've done in Sonic Origins or yeah. some, so, something like they, they'd get more enjoyment out of because or, the multiplayer know, example, is basic if you unlocked all the medals maybe it did something interesting to the world maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe if you're on a snow level for example it completely curled it up behind you like a giant katamari <laughs> yeah. absolutely no, I, it, it, um, it it's interesting. I, w- I will ask one last question yeah. about these two games because it, it it honestly for me this is this is one way to go. And maybe I should play Super Mario one day. Maybe I'll. But this will be the thing. It always happens to the Sonic game. I'll be like, oh, I'll pick it up eventually, and then it'll be like mm. seventy five quid because Sonic fans are fevered oh, no. and want Sonic games, so they always. I think about Sonic it. Superstars will go down in price, like Sonic Frontiers did. I, I, yeah, I don't necessarily yeah. think that um, Mario's going to go down anytime soon, but I'm, I'm pretty certain Sonic's going to be going for cheaper. Maybe come Christmas time, you'll probably see a price drop on Sonic, I guess. I'm sure you will, but then it'll steadily rise as it becomes not available. I mean, like right now on Amazon, like you can't buy a copy of Sonic Lost World, and Sonic Boom is like even 40 Yeah, but the, these are very particular Wii exclusives. Although I say that, that uh, Lost World's on PC, but yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, uh, yeah, the one thing I wanted to just ask is, how's the new Mario voice? Is it all right? Oh, Do you right, notice it's a difference? It's def- yeah, you notice a difference, but not in a huge way. Um, it, it's great, you know, it sounds 
like Mario, but there's a certain, obviously, with it being done by a different voice actor, it doesn't sound exactly the same. Uh, also, Mario says things I don't think you've ever heard him say, like, thank you. In, oh, no, well, in a, in a Mario voice. I don't know if you could do that for me, Matt. Do Mario saying thank you. I thank you. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but there's something, some inflection in the voice. It doesn't sound exactly the same, but it still sounds like Mario, if you get my, my drift. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's great. It's fine. I, I don't have a problem with it whatsoever. It's not a lesser Mario voice. It's just not exactly the same. Oh, but is it, it gonna is it gonna be that thing when I hear Kermit the Frog now and I'm like, this mm. isn't as good as the old Kermit the Frog. I mean, well, obviously not Jim Henson, but there was a better Kermit the Frog. There was a good Kermit the Frog after Jim Henson, and now mm, there's crap Kermit the Frog. Mm. Well, that that's that's up to you to decide. I don't think it's bad at all, and it's very okay. Mario sounding. And at times, yeah, you'd struggle to tell the difference. But there's certain things he says that maybe Mario's not said before. Maybe that's why. It, uh, sounds different there's not a lot of that to be fair you just say your usual just say wowie zowie which is quite an interesting thing to say wowie zowie uh it's a christopher walken (laughs) yeah oh no mario don't touch the mushrooms there's one thing that could split people and that's the flower that talks to you throughout the levels does it talk like a christopher walken no it just talks like it's very chatty this flower and it says things like oh no scary and things like that oh no (laughs) scary (laughs) but in a very sort of generic american male voice you know it it doesn't sound particularly you know uh unique um are you telling me that uh, Christopher Walken's not a generic? Um, I'm not going to stop doing a Christopher Walken impression. I'm sorry. You just want to um, do Christopher Walken. I, yeah, that, I, that I found the be, groove. Yeah. Yeah, that could be irritating. Some people could find it irritating. I think sometimes I find it slightly irritating. But My uh, Christopher Walken not... impression. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It, it's, it's not in your face. It's not like all the time it's got this little flower talking. Occasionally it's there and it will say something that can occasionally be mildly humorous but it's more like hmm yeah is, is this necessary or not yeah he'll As comment on what's episode. happening in the level basically okay like obviously like wow a power up or um, you got some coins no, no, it's a bit more uh, thought in, put into no, no, no. There's more okay, thoughts <laughs> to it than that okay, oh it, that as... looks scary that's a relief or things like that Oh, okay, um, so it's, it, hi, it sounds like it should have it. Boom, boom, boom. no, he's after it. So he, you're telling me he's like an '80s anime sidekick? Yeah, I guess he is a bit. Yeah, you also okay. have a little um, uh, worm who's the Prince Florian, I think his name is, and he's the uh, prince of this kingdom that you you found yourself in, and he lives in sort of like down the back of your shirt. It seems or under your hat. I was going to say. You were you were gesturing he, for the for the people listening to this podcast, which is everyone bar us. You were gesturing yeah. at your head. It was like he lives in your brain. Has Mario got psychosis? Yeah. He, you know he doesn't talk. He, all his speech is done with text on the screen. But occasionally yeah. he he's there for exposition, basically. Uh, okay. And occasionally he'll pop out when you start a new world. There's also something. Um, I think I can't remember what they're called, but you get like unique power ups, um, and occasionally in a level you can unlock a new power-up, for example, the dolphin kick. So when you're swimming, you can get an extra boost uh, so you can swim faster. Ah. But you can only set one of these at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Are are these with badges? Are these the badges? Ah, They're called badges, the badges. So there's a vertical wall jump. So you can jump, instead of bouncing off the wall, you'll, you'll sort of get a bit of height, extra height. Uh, they start the level with a mushroom power-up. So if you're small, you finish a level, and you want to start the next uh, level as Big Mario, then you can select that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also important to mention, that that's new. And you can decide, based on what level you do, if you're doing a water level, you might want the dolphin kick. But, yeah, if you want another power-up, I don't know if... it, It definitely open up new possibilities if you enter the level with a different power up i think you'll you'll be able to maybe find something else or get to something you couldn't get to that's cool that's like wario land remember the the game boy classic wario land i wouldn't put too much emphasis on it's not a huge element to the gameplay i don't know how much more you can do that you couldn't do normally but it's maybe easier to do certain things or get to certain things if you have one okay 
power-ups. Yeah, but that that's cool for accessibility purposes. Yeah. That's cool for exploration. That's cool for replays. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. So, again, the, to not make this an episode of comparisons, which is mm. what it seems mm. to be this far, um, who's more annoying, Navi or the flower? Oh, uh let me tell you next time uh, when I've played a bit more. <laughs> Listen! Okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, it, they're, they're similar, I suppose. I, I feel that I need to also, while we're talking about Mario, dispel mm. some of this bullshit that I've seen going around with the youth on the TikTokies right. and the Instagrams and is now permeating into my Reddit and the cesspool that is X. Um, so have you seen this thing going around where it, it's someone like getting their mind blown on a podcast um, that they learned that the Japanese word for like super is itsumi? Oh, I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, so the, for those of you who haven't known, and I'm sure it has permeated everyone's feed who is remotely interested in games, i.e. the people listening to the podcast, there's a thing going around where some guy is going like, oh, so I learned the other day, it just blew my mind that a Japanese word for super is itsumi, and actually Mario is running around not saying itsumi a Mario, He's running around saying, Itsumi Mario. He's mm. saying Super Mario mm. in Japanese. Factually incorrect, I'm here mm. to tell you. Itsumi is a surname. It's not what you use for the word super. And if anything, because yeah, it would just be Super Mario because he would yep. say it phonetically like in Katakana. Well, it's yeah, wrong. Well, it's lies. When does yeah, Mario speak Japanese? Exactly. He's Italian. <laughs> he is Italian. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's it's fine. I just needed to get that off my chest because I I was like, wow, well, that's really interesting. And then I did the smallest bit of googling. I was like, oh yeah, of course it would it wouldn't do that. Why would it do that? But yeah. I've seen it now enough I times. I thought it was odd. Yeah. That like I've seen people in the way that everyone on the internet now does just regurgitate content and just have two people like on a podcast setting saying the same thing that that guy said in the yeah. original video or you know the, the the more awful trend of someone going like <gasps> shocked face and pointing at the video as in like oh well, my god look at this um, you just have to ask charles martinet what he actually said <laughs> and he he said i i don't care anymore i'm i'm a rep, i'm an ambassador now baby i don't have to speak to you people and then he headbutts i people. think he was disappointed not to be doing it because he's been quoted as saying he could do it forever he's I, quite happy doing that <laughs> i mean i i'm sure he is i mean i saw i was listening to a podcast the other day about anime and someone was saying that one of the people who voices someone in gundam is also the voice of jigglypuff and i was like man i imagine that's a really easy gig you just turn up and you go jigglypuff did, did you know that times. the guy <laughs> the guy doing mario now is a voice on genshin impact Yes, I heard this. Did we talk about this? I can't recall. Um, I Maybe. we talked about it in real life. I think I don't think we talked yeah. about it on oh. the podcast. Yeah, but it's a, it's someone from Genshin. It's um someone who is relatively unknown in the world of voice acting, which is kind of cool. I guess. He is. I mean, I imagine yeah. Charles Martinet was also it's just someone yeah. they got, someone that fit the bill. That's cool. Well, uh, speak. Yeah, you also done the uh, Raditz in uh, Dragon Ball Abridged or something, or an offshoot of that. So okay. yeah, he he started off, you know not professional voice actor and now he's doing Ma Mario. Well, everyone's got stars and not professional <laughs> immediately a professional exactly. voice actor. But it's earlier in his career. What do you know? mean, Tom? I'm a <laughs> I'm an impressionist. Sorry. Um yeah. the uh the yeah, no, it's interesting. Um speaking of Genshin, mm. I've tried to play because uh, I don't know if you know this, but Star Rail is now out on the PlayStation 5. You can play Star Rail um from the comfort of your own home. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot link my fucking account. It is the most convoluted process I've ever seen to link an account. And it right. just doesn't work. Um, and so I can't That's do annoying. it. And so I haven't played Star Rail. I would really, really like to have played Star Rail because I, I like that game on mm. an iOS screen, but I hate virtual controllers. So there we go. I'll talk about it next week. I'll talk about <laughs> it on the big episode next week. Um, yeah, other than that, though... I haven't really played much. What I what I did yesterday was we had a bit of a vampire double bill. Um, I was trying to figure out something to play with my sister-in-law's boyfriend, and I was like, oh, it doesn't really look like there's anything for sale on the PlayStation Store that I really want, and I don't have a second controller for my PS5, which you were appalled at. Mm. Uh, I, well, I just, I just 
suggested you might want to get one because it helps with the, the battery. Yeah, that is true. And to be fair, that is the biggest, the strongest argument I've heard is, hey, what if you had two of these controllers that last three hours so you could just swap them out so you didn't have yeah. to sit tethered to a chair? Yeah, that would be nice. What if it just had a wire like it used to? And uh, I'm not going to go on that. Yeah, really are these still, I imagine, quite expensive? Which is, yeah, I just still, got my still, like, PlayStation with one. You know, As I said to you, I didn't have a choice at the time. You know, it was yeah, you could buy this bundle, bundle or don't get a PlayStation. So, well, I mean, if you remember way back when, when I first like had a chance to buy one and then had to wait a year to get one, I could mm. have also bought one with a second controller and Demon Souls and something else, but I chose not to. Um, yeah, I just I haven't got around to it, and now I I I don't know why. I just I I've looked at them a couple of times and gone, I should get a second controller, but Marta and I don't really play games anymore together yeah. like it so i've not bothered uh anyway so i was looking through i was like well what can we play together what can we do is there a ps4 game because then i can connect some dual shock fours and it'll be fine um and then i remembered um that 2022's smash hit pc blockbuster has recently been released on the nintendo switch and i was like i'll just get that What's so that? vampire survivors tom have you heard of vampire survivors Yes, so somebody mentioned this to me. Uh, I think that, yeah. Go on, explain right. though. See, re refresh me, remind me. I'm going to use the the descriptive words that exist, uh, which is essentially to say, I've heard someone refer to it as an action roguelike, mm. which is a thing that someone has said, and I was like. I don't know if I would... I, I mean, I get why those words are bandied about, but mm. I don't think that's a good description of it. What if I told you you were doing like a big time attack version of Smash TV? Uh, mm. So you were in a giant... You were in a giant arena yeah. and your controller auto-fired, so you didn't really have to worry about it. All you had to worry about was moving because there are hordes and hordes of enemies and vampires and everything else running around this large area. And all you really have to do is just kind of avoid them and your controller will auto-fire for you. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Um, it is surprisingly addictive. When I first started and playing is, it... You say it's on the Switch? It's on the Switch, yeah, and you know, which is a great console for two-player co-op because you just literally pull the Joy-Cons off and you throw the Joy-Con to someone, and then you're is like, it, okay, we're playing Vampire Survivors. Affordable? Is it much better Tom, in multiplayer? What? What if I told you it was it only was like four quid? <laughs> it go, is virtually oh, why isn't free. It free? <laughs> why, why isn't this? Why is this two D game sixty dollars? Well, yeah. Tom Parry, it's like three ninety nine. It is on, on yeah. Steam. Yeah, it is the same price on the Switch. It's cheap. Yeah. It's cheap as chips. They've done two expansions to it. And do you know how much those expansions are, Tom? £1.50. £1.50 mm. for more of this game. It's a business model I can get behind. And obviously, is it it's selling like Is it kicks. really good? I mean, it looks pretty chaotic from what I'm seeing. It's very fun. So, like, when I started playing it, I only had the, the character, I believe his name is like Antonio. Um, and he just has a whip. Sorry. Yes, uh, yeah. and you were just whipping left to right. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know how I feel about this because I can't aim. But then as soon as I got into multiplayer, it was like, hey, you've actually got four players. You've got these four characters. They all do different things. Um, and essentially what you're doing is you're running around this big arena, trying to stay alive, killing as many things as you can because every enemy you kill on the screen, you get XP. And then XP obviously get like mm. gives you a tree of three things which is where the roguelike element comes in it's like hey you can increase your healing you can increase your strength you can get a knife so you can throw in another direction you can get a whip upgrade so your whip attacks twice and generally speaking what you're doing is just running around this big screen just murdering vampires werewolves weird plants and everything else and depending on the time limit certain things happen and you get certain bigger enemies or smaller enemies or certain things will happen on the screen so like it's slightly different every time you're playing it but they do seem to be like fixed patterns of all oh, at this point in time this thing will happen be aware that you need health for it or whatever really fun to play in multiplayer and honestly we were we were playing it we played like two or three matches of it and 
even my wife and sister-in-law were there watching us play it because there was so much going on in screen that it can never be boring and you're just like yeah. oh no we gotta we gotta do this we gotta do that i'm just read um, the review here 150 hours on this game 145 hours sorry don't worry and it costs as much as a bag of chips yeah it it is an incredibly good game and it's incredibly cheap. I cannot incredibly speak. underpriced. Yeah, I honestly this could this get. could have gladly been a tenner. Like I would have gladly yeah. played a tenner for this game, if not more. It's very basic. Don't get me wrong. I imagine it was very very cheap development costs, which is mm. well, you know, you're selling it in the hundreds of millions or whatever they're probably doing. It's probably all right, but I the guy was also out there going like, oh well, I've always loved Nintendo consoles, which is why it's only on Nintendo at the moment because I wanted to put it on Nintendo first, which makes sense. Is it? Which is what I would do. I wonder if it's on PC originally. If the controls maybe lend themselves to PC firstly. No, no, com- completely playable. Like I said, all you really need is a D pad, so you just right. have an analog stick because everything else is auto fire. It's you're literally yeah. just running around this big screen. And you unlike, to be able to um, move. Yeah. you yeah you do, and like if you you can move through enemies as well, you just get hit, you just take damage depending on how powerful the enemy is, or you can get like th- there's millions of different power ups. I had garlic yesterday, which put a little like ring around me, so like any low level enemies that got close to me died from the garlic, which I was like yes. There was these 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 big waves of bats that come in at certain points in the levels mm. where like. At the start, you just have like one or two bats floating around you, and you're like, "Oh well, if I if I whip them, it's fine; they'll die." And then suddenly, you get like three hundred bats in a big swarm. And then I would just stand there because I'm like, oh, "You'll die as soon as you touch my garlic. I'm invincible." It, it's surprisingly very fun and very affordable. It's a really good couch co-op game. I wish I had no, I'd thought to buy it when you were here because I think we would have mm. had a good time playing this game. Mm. And you say you played the PS4 version on PS5 with PS4 controls? No, I I I played the version on the Nintendo Switch because it's oh, only sorry, available sorry. at the you moment did say on the, you, the PC and the Switch. It's only on Switch, sorry. Um, it's only on Switch at the moment. You need one gigabyte of RAM to play it on PC. Yeah, it, hey man, like uh, it looks like it was made in RPG Maker. Like it's very very basic, um, and that's part of its charm. And also, I think it's probably why you could run it on, like... I I wouldn't be surprised if they released this on, like, Netflix games or whatever, because you could definitely run this on a, an iPhone quite easily. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Well, it sounds it's great. Really I might have game. to um, investigate that. Do it. Play it with Claire. Let me know how you do. I, but is, I, it, is, I, it, is it fun to play on your own? Because I don't have any one here at the moment to play it, it is, with. It's fine to play on your own. Like yeah. I would recommend not playing as Antonio. There's a guy who kind of looks like He-Man who throws knives. And like, okay. he seemed to be the better character to play on your own because he throws knives in directions. Whereas right. if you play the guy that's clearly like Belmont-esque, mm. he can only whip to the sides, and which caused okay. some frustration for me when i was playing it because i was like well i can't attack anything above and below me i'm just getting hurt when i walk through them so <laughs> play play as knife man know. you'll be fine knife man knife man it's my superhero <laughs> alias knife man <laughs> cool i mean uh, maybe i should have spent my um one pound that i got back from uh Nintendo uh, points that I had uh, on that uh, towards that other than uh, I did get a game that was on offer £1.30p or something and that was 80s Overdrive which is an Outrun-esque driving game that is a game I I had before on the 3DS and enjoyed and I thought oh yeah for for like 36p which is what it cost me I thought oh yes I get this on the Switch but uh, yeah it's fine but perhaps uh, yeah, perhaps it would have been better towards that game. I mean, 80s Overdrive seems fun. I like Outrun. It was fine. It's it fine. I mean, you know, nice. you might as well just play Outrun, but uh, it's got a selection of yeah. got nice visuals and 80s-style music. So. Yeah, I mean, they've, like, the album art looks like, what if we just put the most generic, like, 80s oh, yeah. thing with There's a, a GTA artwork? a lot of that nowadays. Artwork. Yeah. Yeah. But the actual pixel artwork, it reminds me of the Amiga. Oh, when you when you when you uh, start yeah, it's it. definitely got, it's a got a little bit of depth, a little bit of depth to it. Um, a little bit, of depth. Not, certainly certainly worth worth thirty six p. Hey, speaking of driving games, I also played Forza Motorsport. 
I don't know how interested you'll be to hear about the new Forza. No, the most interesting I've I've come to being interested in the closest I've come to being interested in a racing game recently was um I was at a retro toy fair that I'll talk about after this yesterday and I picked up one of those Namcock controllers with the accelerator in the middle of yeah. it. Like, oh, I'm not yeah. paying forty quid for this. <laughs> and you'll never use it like I never have. Really, exactly, that's what I, I was just like. I would love one of these, but not for forty quid because I'm never going to use it. No, no. Um, it is satisfying to turn though. I will say that. It is. It, it's a little um, like a fidget spinner type thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I just want one to fiddle with. That's yeah. all I want. Absolutely. Just a quick fiddle. Um, <laughs> uh, Forza Motorsport has been released now on uh, Xbox uh, S and X. And I have to say, yeah, it's what I expected it to be. Yeah. More Forza. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. And it's, and it's good. And it throws you right into what's called a builder's cup where you're encouraged to upgrade your car and such. And it looks nice. I mean, it probably looks nicer on the Series X. I'm playing on, what is it, not performance mode. I'm playing on um, graphics mode or whatever they call it at 30 frames a second. It does me fine. I just wanted to try and see how good this game could look. But it's only ever going to look so good on the the Series S, I suppose. Yeah, it's a good-looking game. But it didn't wow me particularly no. i think we get so used to games looking good nowadays you know yes the lighting's really nice i think that's one thing i can really take away from it you know that the lighting's really um well yeah. done um but i've not got too much to say about it i only played a few races of course i've got game pass so i didn't have to pay for it so i but i really wanted to, to try it out i thought about returning to it this morning for a little bit of a bash but then I thought, you know, I think I'd rather play Mario. So, fair enough. I honestly, to, to speaking to us being spoiled by games looking good. Yeah. Um, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne at the moment is like dirt cheap on the PlayStation sale in this autumn sale. It's like mm. I don't know, like fifteen quid. Which it's a game that I rare. actually own. Yeah. You you own? You actually have a physical copy? No, no, a digital copy. PS Two. Ah, okay. No, I, no, I, on the I, on the, on the oh. PS4. No, okay, fair enough. I was gonna I was gonna pick it up, but then I looked at it and I was like, oh, this, this doesn't look very good. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's very good. I'm sure it's really, really deep. I'm sure it's really. You interesting. can guess why I have a copy of it, Matthew. Yes, I can, but yeah, I yeah, I was yeah. also just like, oh, I don't know if I need to own this. I'll pick. Well, it up I was interested enough to play to to play that one. Um, yeah, and then you you probably died immediately like seventeen times, and you're like, "Fuck this." Game. Well, I was That's interested to play it, then, then I never played it. So there you go. That's uh, in a uh, okay. Well, uh, to be fair, you would have had my same experience, like of when I bought an American 3DS to play Shin Megami Tensei Four, and then I mm. just found it impenetrable. I was like, "Never mind, I'll okay. play Rune Factory instead." Tell me about yeah. your um, trip out. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, apparently this was on while you were here, and I just hadn't heard about it. But um, mm. here in in the city, there was a a retro game week on, and I know they've done this in the past because previously I had been asked to be a part of it, and I was like, "Well, oh, I didn't take this is this week the off, one in in Viola? Yes, it is. Um, yeah. And y- usually it's just in the library, and usually they just have a little bit going on. But there's um like an art center thing here where the small businesses and stuff you know the name of it but i'm not gonna say it on the podcast and they have they are pretty much just like part of this hall where they have exhibition spaces and stuff on it was just yeah. full of retro games it was literally full of arcade cabinets it was full of old laptops set up on lan um, there were some people buying, and well, there were some people buying games, i.e., me, and some people selling games, i.e., the people selling them. Um, and the the new retro game store that we went to actually here in Viola, One Up Games, mm. um, was there selling stuff as well, uh, which is nice. Oh, that sounds great fun. Yeah. So I, I wandered around. I played Quake One on LAN, and I was like, oh, goddamn. Going back to our conversation a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Quake's a fucking fun game. Yes. murdered people with that big lightning gun shot yeah. some rockets and was like what a good time um, I, I played a bit of Pac-Man I played a little bit of um, Star Wars pinball game but I literally played one ball not enough to get a feel for it because there was a million people there and like everyone was looking at you and you were trying to actually play a game so 
I, I moved on quite quickly. I did pick up some games, Tom. I bought some video games, which is a, a first in a What's long going? time. Well, it was because they were there and they were very reasonably priced. Okay. I picked up what a did copy. you buy, Matthew? Um, I picked up, and I'm going to check the names on these games because the Yu-Gi-Oh game I bought, because I bought a Yu-Gi-Oh game because it was boxed, um, uh, changes from region to region, which is a bit annoying. Mm. Is it not a Game um, Boy? It's not the Game Boy Color game, is it? No, it is the game. Is one of like the fifteen Game Boy Advance Yu-Gi-Oh ah, right. games. There's a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh games. On I this had system. the color one. I told you the story about that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. Move on. Um, so I I bought a Yu-Gi-Oh game called uh, Seven Trials of Glory World Championship Tournament 2005. Wow. Um, I I have most of the Yu-Gi-Oh games through necessity of just like it being very big in Denmark, seemingly, and there being a lot of them around. And so every now and again, you go to a flea market and I pick up a Yu-Gi-Oh game. Hadn't seen this one before. It's one of the ones that has eluded me. And it was boxed for like yeah. a tenner, which oh, seems like a very, very good price seems for good. this game. I mean, it's quite a big name, Yu-Gi-Oh! And uh, a box game I game. honestly could only find one other copy on eBay and it was 50 quid. So I was like, well, I'm going to grab this because this is more, this is how much it is to buy a cart. So I was like, well, I'll bargain. grab that when I see it. The the game I actually got a bargain on and one I'm actually quite excited to play because I've heard nothing but good things about it um, is a game that I imagine even you would be interested in, Tom Parry. Um, it is Altered Beast Guardian of the Realms. Oh, that um, one. Yeah, I've been curious about that. Yeah. I've never played it. THQ did um, both an Altered Beast and a Ninja Gaiden game for the GBA. The Ninja Gaiden game I've played, it's like a weird action RPG side-scroller thing. It's not very good. Um, I have heard always... You say Ninja Gaiden, do do you not mean Shinobi? Oh, I do mean Shinobi. Yes, you're right. (laughs) Sorry. Yes, Yes, I've played the Shinobi Shinobi game on Game Boy Advance. It isn't very good. Yeah. Yes, it's not very good. Um, And so when they did the Shinobi game... Thank you for correcting me and catching that. All right. Um, I I had always heard, oh well, the Altered Beast game is better. Um, yes. There was also there. I mean, there's loads of Sega Game Boy Advance games, but these ones are particularly developed by THQ. I don't mm. think they thought of that favorably, but I've heard mixed to good things about Altered Beast, and so I was like, well, I don't particularly have a fondness for Altered Beast, but mm. it was. 25 quid boxed and I've never seen the cartridge of this game for under 30 mm. quid so I was like well mm. fuck it I'm going to grab that Yeah, you, you um, I did I, I will let you know I will play oh, you haven't a played little it. bit right. mm. no I haven't had a chance um, actually to, to be perfectly honest it's still in the back of the car at this moment at the time we're recording oh, the podcast dear. because I put it I put it securely in a blanket in the back of the boot so it didn't get crushed by shopping or anything and then I've got to take it out so Get it in I your play... analogue pocket. I will put it in my analogue pocket, and then I'll let you know who it is. Super. So, yeah. But it was it was a good time. Um, I'm a bit, again, I'm a bit disappointed. I didn't realise it was on while you were here, because I think ah. we could have gone and played some video games. It would have been fun, yeah, that... but it is what it oh, is. Oh, well. We were very busy when I was over, so... I mean, to be fair, it also started on Monday, which is when you went on a gallivant and I was working, so we wouldn't have had time anyway. It would have been tricky. Mm Twould have, twould have. Yeah, uh, that's it for me on Games Front. I watched Renfield, um, finally, yesterday. Um, I thought it was a good time. I thought it was a good film. Yeah. Have you not seen it? No, I've not seen it. Yeah. I, I think you, Tom Parry, would enjoy it. Um, Nicolas Cage is excellent in it. Um, it's quite funny. Where There's did you action. say that you watched that? I watched it on um, Amazon. Uh, it was uh, You could rent it. Um, not Amazon, <sighs> sorry. On Apple. On Apple TV, you could rent or buy it. Yeah, you could so rent it. So I bought it. it. Yeah. yeah, it was literally the same price uh, to buy as it was to rent. And I was like, well, I'll buy it. Fuck it. I may as well own it for the same price. And um, yeah, it's a movie I will probably watch again. I quite enjoyed oh. it. Great. Um, <laughs> Claire was saying to me the other day, um, she watched a film called Broken Arrow with John Travolta. It's a John Woo film. Don't know if you've ever seen this. No, I've never seen this. I didn't know but John, John Travolta was in a John Woo film. Well, what? he's in Face Off, isn't he? That's a John Woo film. Oh, isn't it? yeah. I always... yeah oh, hang you're on. You're is right. it a John Woo film, Face Off? I think it is. I think, I think you're right. I think Face Off is John Woo. 
for some reason in my head it isn't. But yeah, I think you are actually right. Yeah, but yeah, it, I know it's it is quite a a, film. Yeah, quite an entertaining performance from Travolta. I've seen some clips. It looks good. I'd say if you want a a fun action movie, John Woo style, then um, maybe check out Broken Arrow. If you, I think it's on Disney I'm, Plus. I, if you've got access to that. I do. I have seen the poster for this so many times. It's good. I think it's a terrible. Yeah. I think it's a terrible poster. <laughs> um, I mean, is good is good bad, but like I've yeah. seen this weird like fake sunrise explosion thing with the words "broken arrow" on it and Christian Slater's face a couple of times. So yeah, give it a go. I'll, I'll give that a watch. I will. Um, reverting back to games for a second. Uh, I played a little bit of, well, actually a couple of hours of what's it called? Phoenix Immortals. Right. No, no, Immortals Phoenix Rising. You know this. It's a Ubisoft Breath of the Wild game. With a weird uh, narrator, right? Oh, yes. That's actually one of the great things about it. It's got a sense of humour. Uh, and it's yeah. narrated by uh, the gods, and it's uh, Greek mythology, and it's from the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team. Uh, it's very good. Uh, I mean, I've started playing it because my friend Gareth uh, was telling me he's got about 15 hours in, and we're really enjoying it. And I've had it for a while and only just played, you know, the first 10 minutes, I think. But, uh, yeah, getting into it, it's very good. I mean, I, th- I think it's something maybe Mr. Boyle might also appreciate. 3D action game, great combat, great puzzle solving, um, not too dissimilar to doing a Zelda dungeon, I have to say, uh, at times. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess the closest thing you'd say. If, if you mixed up Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed, you'd end up with this game. And the combat's great. In a sort of a, like Assassin's Creed type way, I guess. Um yeah. Really good. Okay. I would good. Uh, I would recommend it. I know it's incredibly cheap nowadays, but yeah, you know, you'd have to sink some time into it because it's, it's a big game. I I have it. I think wasn't it on PS Plus at some point? Oh, well, maybe it was. I, it kind of reminded me in terms of the humor and the presentation. If Rare was to do like a Zelda game, yeah, okay. You know, it's got that, that vibe. It's got the quality of that, and it's got the humor. And it's it's very satisfying and, and hard to put down. It, it was a game I was thinking, you know what? I kind of want to play that this morning. But I was like, no, I'll play more Mario and Sonic for the podcast. But I, I was sort of yeah. itching to um, get back Interesting. onto that. Interesting. This, this is your litmus test of like, you didn't want to play Forza, you wanted to play Mario. But now it turns out, actually, you wanted to play Immortals Phoenix, right? <laughs> but you felt guilty, so you played Mario. And I enjoyed Mario very much. But uh, That's fair, that's fair. Immortals Phoenix Rising, yeah, good game. Oh, I played a little bit of Red Dead Online the other day. and um, How was that? You, yeah, you were talking about wanting worked... to before you left. Yeah, so we did a little posse, um, me and a couple of friends, and we did a few missions, and it was good fun. But I'll tell you what, remember that if somebody decides that they want to kill you every time you respawn press a button called parlay and then they can't attack you again for 10 minutes because i didn't know this and i was respawning and getting shot immediately this guy really wanted me dead and i don't know why but he just made it his mission to pursue me across the map and murder me repeatedly some people do this and i've never understood it yeah. yeah, I don't know what he was getting from it. The moment he chased after me and fell off his horse and I um, I shot him, I have to say I, I felt terrible bloodlust and I felt ashamed of myself because I, I was Did... repeatedly shooting him as he's lying face down in the water and I was uh, thought, wow, wow. Gee, Jesus, he got me so angry that I was yeah. delighting in repeatedly shooting his corpse. And, and I that, thought, that's scary. That means he won, Tom. That means he won, because he's fallen <laughs> you enough to do that. But after we got over that, you know, when we got into going around together, doing the missions, it's very enjoyable. 
yeah, if you've not played Red Dead 2 much, which actually I haven't really played much of the story mode, and I hadn't played it for a very long time, there's a lot of controls to um, consider. Yeah. And I mean, you, you, you've played enough of Red Dead to know that. You've played through the whole game, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, um, and I never quite got used to the controls. I generally found them quite cumbersome the entire time, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, there's just so much. You really feel like they could have been done better. Mm-hmm. Not that- like, there could have been a more simplified way of mapping all these controls. Yeah, again, like the, the, doesn't to, to revert me. to reverse the um, the carriage. I got onto one mission where I got my carriage uh, into some trees, and I had no idea how to reverse this carriage. I had to look it up online. Um, but yeah, there's, a, there's there's quite a lot to take in. I think eventually, you know, I'll become a lot more comfortable with it. But there is a steep learning curve. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get used to it eventually. I just th- I think it's one of those things that like over time you'll get you'll get more used to it. You mm-hmm. you. Hmm. question some of the things to start with and then you just they become second nature so don't worry about it you'll get there Tom. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um it's a good um experience i definitely see us playing more of that online good sure. good good so yeah i've been playing more games just like than i've played in a very long while good i'm glad <laughs> it, it's almost as if you know we need to we need to play games to fuel the pyre of this podcast Absolutely, but you know, I'm I'm all up for discussing other topics as well. Um, we touched on movies there. I've not seen anything that's new uh, recently. I don't think. Have I seen anything new? Have you seen any new movies lately? No, I mean we we rewatched John Wick Part Four because my sister-in-law and it's an Amazon hadn't seen it. And is it on Amazon? Shit, I bought it on, on Apple. It's fine. It's fine. I own John it's Wick Four just- now. Come out on Amazon f- uh, as part of the subscription. Shit. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind. That's fine. <laughs> you own it. I own it. Do you um, own it? Yes, I do. This is the fourth nice. time I've seen John Wick Part 4. I like that movie a lot. Okay. I think it's good. You haven't seen it. You should watch it. Yes, I definitely need to. I definitely see the new Turtles film as well. Yeah, that's good. But like, um, watch John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I will. <laughs> I'll watch John Wick. Should I watch that today? Should that be my yes, mission? Yes, make it your mission, Tom, and then text me once you yeah. once you've watched it and let me know how you feel okay. about the tour de force. Well, I won't I won't guarantee anything, but I'll definitely um, say there's a good chance I will watch it today. Maybe if I start playing Immortals Phoenix Rising, I might I might I might uh, yeah put put on the, the back burner. Oh dear, Tom. Um, yeah, I will recommend uh, recommend a good film. Not not for not for our young listeners. Uh, there is some sexual content in there. It is, but uh, a film called Almost Coming, Almost Dying, and that sounds like uh, like it could be a porno, yeah. but it's not. It's a Japanese film that's available on Amazon Plus. I saw it uh, on the uh, incredibly strange films group on Facebook that I um, follow, and it's basically about um, a guy. It's based on a Japanese comic. And it's a guy who uh, has a, a stroke, um, well, involved in a sex act. And then most of the film is about his time in hospital okay. and his relationship with his parents and his, his shame at having been at a massage parlor yeah. um, where this incident occurred and what his parents are going to think of him. And he's also, there's a whole background to him living at home, not being able to find a job, having real sort of social uh, anxiety issues. It is a film that ends up actually being very thoughtful, quite a quiet film, quite a thoughtful film, a funny film. Um, I'd not seen a film that this human for a while, you know, really dealing with um, human emotions. Um, There's not a there's some slightly raunchy bits, but it's it's not the focus of the film. The focus is really his recovery, but I'm actually also coming to terms with. Uh, finding his libido again uh, eventually but um it was very good and i think it's definitely worth watching okay maybe i'll give this a look this this sounds interesting yeah i'd say i'd say you might enjoy this uh don't be put off at the beginning because it seems like it it could be a, a dirty movie um i'll assure you it isn't really okay um and and the sexual content is 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 rather light really so um fair enough yeah give it a watch don't be put off I will not. Mm. Right then, Tom Parry. So that would be my movie recommendation for the week. I yeah, I I will just go out and say if you haven't watched John Wick, watch John Wick Part Four. It's really good. Um, <laughs> if if you're in the mood for something silly and some Nicolas Cage, I would say watch Renfield. Tom, I see, I strike this as this strikes me as being more a you movie than our audience movie, but like watch Renfield, Tom. It's good. 
Renfield. Yep. I I will um I will look into that. Cool. But I watched John Wick before. Good. Do it if you um, don't get tempted by Immortals Phoenix Rising. Ah, oh, yeah. That's that that that's a that's a game you should check out. Also, Sonic Superstars and Super Mario Wonder. Good. Big thumbs up from me. I like them both. Vampire Survivors. Yeah. Big thumbs up from me. Also very good. Also very cheap. We're just recapping. We what are. Said. This is the thing. In just the podcast. wrapping it up at the end. We're wrapping it up, putting it in a neat little package, putting a bow on it, and saying, "Here you go. Here is episode two hundred and ninety-nine. One away from the big three double zero. Okay, cool. Well, thank you very much, Tom, for podding with me, as always. Um, and pleasure. thank you, dear listener, for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find us in a variety of places, such as on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. We are on X. Um, until Elon Musk decides that it isn't available in Europe, and then we won't be. Um, at Tom, really? Yeah, this is, this is something that's been... I, I, I'm not going to talk about this in this podcast. This is a Elon Musk ma- making a statement and then probably retracting it by the time we've even podcasted because that's what he does these days. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. you can find yeah. us on that hell site. Um, at Tom Parry Eleven for him, at Game Boyle for me, and at TMA Cast for the two of us. <laughs> You're not the fan. again. Um, <laughs> this is one away from Big Three O. If you have any memories of this podcast please uh, write them to us either on those separate things or at tma cast and we will check it um or at um tom and matt attack at gmail.com let us know your thoughts on this podcast um before we mark the big milestone um we are also in a variety of places where you get listening pleasure such as on tom and forward slash podcast you can find us on blastprocess.com we're in itunes stitcher and spotify well no there cheeky rate and subscribe etc etc tom Thank you, as always. Lovely to see you both on screen and in the flesh. And, uh, yeah, three... Oh, yes, absolutely. 300 podcasts Good to get the ball rolling on the podcast again. Um, I'm looking forward to what on earth we're going to do for the 300th episode. But as Matt said, if you do have any anything you want to say to us, you you know the channels to do so. And uh, we'd, we'd be really happy to feature feature you on the podcast next yeah time. if you have any questions if you have any reflections whatever just let us know we'll we'll read them out on a podcast we'll talk about it we'll do that because i mean if you, we'll keep yeah, it loose. if you're still listening to us after after i don't know how many 10 years, years and then, 300 uh, episodes not yeah. a lot of podcasts achieve come on you, you've yeah even if you just listen to us let us know exactly exactly <laughs> just let us know are you listening whoa etc that's jimmy world okay tom thank you as always for podcasting me again listeners thank you for listening and hopefully writing Pleasure. in for the 300th episode until mm. next time everybody uh where again 300 three double zero um we will say what we always say which is game, game on